Welcome to The Journey, a podcast series by Christ Life Ministries, focused on renewing, restoring, and equipping leaders. Hey, this is Greg. I'm the director of Christ Life Ministries. I'm so fired up to be with you. I'm so excited about this first installment in this podcast series that we're calling The Journey. The Journey at its core is all about renewal and restoration. That's where we're going to spend our time. That's where we're going to make our investments over the weeks and months that we get to spend together. We're really answering a hunch that we all have in our heart, and that is that God has more for us in life, that he's not designed us to just live these mediocre, broken, damaged, destroyed lives where we hear about a God who heals but never really know him that we hear about a a prince of peace, but really can't break our way out of the anxiousness that we feel, that we actually encounter where we close the gap, if you will, between what we believe to be true about God and what we're experiencing personally, what we're experiencing daily. It's God's heart for us, and uh, that's where we're going to go. I was having a lunch with a good friend of mine. He and his wife are just generous contributors to Christ's life, and I was sharing with him a little about what I get to see in the seat that I sit in with Christ's life, that that there are Christian leaders that are experiencing dynamic change all over the nation. Leaders in Alaska, California, Oklahoma, Illinois, Arkansas, Ohio now. And as I was sharing with him, He actually stopped me and leaned across the table and said, well, Greg, what about me? I'm a business owner, not a a pastor or a a Christian nonprofit leader. Uh, Where do I turn to get some guidance, to get some coaching regarding my own healing journey? And that really began a conversation that's lasted now, again, for a year. What do we do for for people who, who hunger and thirst for more of God? and yet don't know how to take the first step. Well, hopefully this is a piece of your journey, that we can give away some of what God's given us to bring to leaders. And I'm just praying that that some of it will be uh, helpful to you. A couple disclaimers <laughs> before we start. I am not a licensed counselor. I'm a licensed pastor. Uh, I've been in ministry, if you don't know me, for 23 years full-time really from the beginning have had a heart to see people get free. And, and part of the journey has come out of my own journey, uh, my own desire to know God and to experience freedom. Uh, the journey in many different ways comes from times in my life where I've gone through the valley and, and to my surprise found God there with me longing to bring the change that I couldn't bring myself. I grew up in Northern California, son of a pastor. My mom was a church organist. I grew up in church, and yet, really, there's that point that we reach where just knowing about God isn't enough. And in junior high and high school, I just made every mistake that a young guy could make started off with 
every hope and every promise I think that my parents had that I would succeed and and make something <laughs> of my life. But I made a ton of mistakes trying to find life and knowing about the author of life and yet not really knowing how to experience the life that only he could bring. For me, it was on the beach, high on drugs, as an eight 19-year-old man, when God showed up in undeniable power, revealed himself to me, showed me that the way that I was living was a dead end, worse than a dead end. It was leading to a dark end. And he began the process of setting me free. At 52 today, that was a long time ago, but that moment forever changed my life, set in motion a hunger, uh, a desire, really a break, a beginning of breaking out of the matrix, if you will. Breaking out of life that was all about what I could produce and, and what I owned and, and what people thought about me. And yet I was far from really engaging the healing that God, by His grace, has allowed me to experience today. You see, I sought God with my whole heart in that season. Actually, in all of my years of ministry, be up two or three hours before my family was awake, seeking him earnestly. And yet today, I can honestly say that some of that seeking was, was me using Jesus as a means to my own end. It was me needing to be followable, needing to have the right answer, needing to be anointed, if you will, have God's hand resting on my life and my ministry. Uh, needing freedom or separation from the insecurity and inadequacy, the fears that I felt regularly. And I just thought that seeking God was the way that I could get what I needed. God and his kindness would meet with me powerfully. And yet at the same time, I've realized again now that, that much of my seeking was, was about me and not about him. And it was in a, a dark place five years ago that God began to open my eyes to who he really was and what he really was committed to doing in a life like mine, that he would bring renewal and restoration and transformation to me if I was willing to journey with him. And so, again, five years ago, I began my own healing journey. And that healing journey, by God's grace, has led to the renewal and restoration for many other leaders. So as we're beginning, let's just hit a couple simple things here, maybe a little house cleaning, if you will. First and foremost, this is the only way I agreed to do this podcast was if it just was simple. <laughs> This can't be this huge production. You're going to get something that's just just free-flowing and real, like sitting in the living room. Uh, we could sit in the living room together and journey to God together and experience whatever healing, whatever renewal, whatever restoration he has intended to bring. So if you want something that's perfect, that's highly produced, I'm sure there are a lot of other podcasts that will be much better for you. <laughs> Number two is that if you have deep, deep 
seated areas of brokenness. Remember, I'm a licensed pastor, not a licensed counselor. This is just me bringing coaching, encouragement to whatever level God's given it to me. If you have deep wounding in your life, seek out a licensed counselor. Seek out a man or a woman that's just seeking God like crazy who who can help you at a deeper level. Again, these principles might be helpful uh, in your process of moving in the right direction. But again, seek out somebody who's licensed if you have deep a deep sense of wounding in your life. So again, uh, these, these podcasts, uh, the last piece I want to bring is related to the length. They're, they're going to be 10 or 15 minute power shots that we're going to be bringing. My desire would be if these can be simple enough, I'd bring them weekly to you. We're going to start every other week. We're just in a busy season with, with Christ's life right now. And with all the coronavirus stuff going on, my goodness sakes alive, we're just in a season that we've never seen before, and we're just on our knees praying, seeking God's face for recuperation and healing for those who are deeply struggling, and uh, for protection for those of us who have yet to experience the coronavirus. In fact, that's where I'd love to begin today. I'd love to pray, and then we're going to hit one or two items, depending on the time that we have to start our healing journey together. And so, God, we bow before you. Uh, There's nowhere we can go, Psalm 139, where your spirit isn't present. And so we acknowledge you here with us. Uh, Where can we go, God, without you? What do we have without you? Lord, we as a community are just admitting to you that we're dust. We're reminding you, Lord, don't forget that we're dust and dust will return. That the only change that can transpire in our hearts is the change that you bring. That no wisdom can change a heart if it's not you that's, that's bringing about that change. No truth can move us towards you outside of your spirit doing the work. And so again, we bow before you, and we're so grateful that you've given yourself to us. And Lord, we want more than anything to to live out this larger story that you've called us to live, to to live out these works, this Ephesians 2.10 work that you've woven together and attached to each of our lives. And so we trust you to do that. Would you guard us in every way today? Would you cause the seeds that are planted to be planted in the good soil of our hearts? And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, so first and foremost, boy, that was a big intro. <laughs> the, the first thing that we want to hit is related to expectations. It's where I go with every leader. A lot of the leaders that I work with have been so aware of their brokenness. They've been carrying this brokenness, some of them for years, some of them for decades. I just worked with a leader who is uh, in his early 70s recently. He said, God's, he said, Greg, since, since uh, 15 years old, I've been broken. 
And I just thought it was my lot in life to carry this brokenness until I died and, and, and met with Jesus face to face. What God would have us understand regarding expectations for renewal and restoration is that our expectations should be off the charts. They should be huge. Let me give you just a couple reasons why our expectations regarding our own renewal and restoration should be so huge. First is found in Matthew 22, among many places. It's, it's the great commandment that Jesus unveils for us that the thing that's nearest and dearest to God's heart is that we would love him with all our heart, all our soul, all our mind, and all our strength. That we'd be free to offer him ourselves entirely. And as you're working with a leader, a lot of these leaders are, are, are looking for renewal and restoration for all the wrong reasons. They, and there's not a lot of hope there, that they're, that they're thinking that finding their healing would be kind of like finding a needle in a haystack. Well, that's just not the way that God sees it. You see, to the level that God invites us to love with everything, that invitation also has a promise attached to it. Because we know that we can absolutely do nothing on our own. John 15, 5 very clearly lays that out. It says, truly, you can do nothing on your own. So to the level that God calls us, he also promises us. To the level that he invites us to love with everything, he also says, I will be your provision so that you may love me with everything that you are. How does that involve renewal and restoration. You see, our unprocessed wounds in life have, they, they produce fruit. Those unprocessed wounds are in many different ways the seedbed for all of our sinful activity. Not all of it, but, but a good majority of, of the sinful things that we do have their roots in our unprocessed wounds and our distorted perspectives. We'll, we'll talk about that more as we move forward together. So to the level that my sin patterns have gravitational pull around my unprocessed wounds, don't you think that God would be committed to bringing renewal and restoration to those broken areas of our lives so that we're free to actually walk away from broken patterns, sin, and darkness, and have a heart that's free to offer him in its entirety. You see, to the level that God invites us to love with everything, he's promising to bring everything necessary so that we can love with all our hearts, all our souls, all our minds, and all our strength. You see, it's, it's not the healing process isn't dependent on us. It's actually all God's to, to produce, to, to do in us, and to the level that he calls us to love with everything, he will come and bring all the provision that's necessary for us to be able to accomplish the great commandment, to live it out in our own lives. In fact, with many, I've said this, if, if we were waiting, if we we're reaching out to God and we heard a knock on the door, if we opened it, we would find God carrying in his arms all the provision necessary 
to accomplish the life that he's called us to live. So to the level that he invites us to love Matthew 22 with everything, we can be confident that he'll bring renewal and restoration to whatever area in our lives is in the way of accomplishing that great commandment. Here's a second piece. We're, of course, image bearers of God. We bear his image. But we're also invited, we're called by God to reflect his glory. In fact, uh, if you're a fan of Jonathan Edwards like I am, you'll see woven through his writings this invitation to to reflect him, that, that somehow God's glory is made complete. Not that it, it needed us to be complete, but we, we actually are able to engage in this this glorification of God by reflecting him by our lives, that our, our lives, if you go to places like 2 Corinthians uh, 3, you'll see the invitation with unveiled, face, unveiled faces to reflect the glory of God. You could imagine if God gains or garners great amounts of glory by his creatures reflecting him, that he would also be committed to removing every obstacle that would be in our lives that's in the way of him being reflected accurately. So again, we've got to take off of our own shoulders the responsibility to be reflecting God and turn to him and say, only you can do it in me. Only you can do what's necessary for me to live the life and reflect your life to the world and then also back to you. So that's where we're going to stop today. God has an invitation that he's extending to you right now. He's saying to you, if you'd be willing to humble yourself and come to me, I'll promise you that I'll help you come to grips with the unprocessed wounds and distortions that are in your life. I'll, I'll bring the processing that you never received. I'll come and, and bring renewal and restoration that you've never experienced up to this point. All these ways that you're triggered regularly, I'll come and move in and help rid you, free you, deliver you of them so that you can be the men and women that I've designed you to be. That's good news, man. <laughs> and, and the encouragement that I want to give to you today is that I see that renewal and restoration work playing itself out every day in this ministry. Your life is no different. God loves you regardless of whether you feel or, or have actually ever known his love. He says that he's loved you with an everlasting love and he's drawing you with his loving kindness. The question today is, will you receive it? I'm looking forward to continuing this journey with you. I'll talk to you soon.